You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Wednesday, January eighth. Welcome 2020. back. Twenty. Thanks. Twenty. I don't know what's happening. What day is it? <laughs> what day? Is it? <laughs> so confused. It's a, it's the Mondayest of Wednesdays, apparently. <laughs> it is. Well, glad to have you back in studio. Good to be back here into the full swing on the Coffee Hour. Yeah. And, uh, coming up in just a little bit, we're going to check in with one of our domestic missionaries and hear about the Lord's work in Gary, Indiana. We've checked mm-hmm. in with Pastor Campbell before to hear uh, what the Lord is doing there. So we'll check in with him in just a moment. And in the second half, recently had an opportunity to to uh, speak with uh, one of the writers of the um, Lutherans for Life periodical Life Date. Uh, Uh Stephanie Hoplin wrote a great article on instilling life values in children and looking at that from several different stages of development in children. So I had a chance to talk with her about that. We'll share that in the second half of the Coffee Hour today. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. You can find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. So on your travel, you were out and about traveling for the holiday. We I was. were as well. We we traveled to Northwest Indiana. Did not make it to Gary. Did you pass through Gary? Or no, did you, we went through Indianapolis. Through we went okay. much further south. Further yeah. south. Mm-hmm. So we're going to head to Gary, Indiana, this morning and check in with Pastor Delwyn Campbell. He serves at uh, St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church in Gary, and also uh, with a, a number of other uh, partners in the Gary, Indiana. Pastor Campbell, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour this morning. Good morning and grace to you all. Thank you to you you as well, brother. Tell us, uh, uh, describe for us uh, a little bit about the the community of Gary and uh, how the Lord brought you to serve in Gary, Indiana. Love to. Well, first of all, uh, Gary, Indiana is part of the Calumet region in northwest Indiana. Uh, When I grew up, I thought we were in the suburb of Chicago because... All of our news and entertainment and everything else came out of Chicago. Uh, as I grew up, I found out that the Chicago people did not share that perspective. Uh, they thought of us as the country cousins, I guess. <laughs> but the other thing that identifies Gary, Indiana, in the minds of so many people, of course, is the steel industry, uh, not only U.S. Steel, but Carnegie and various other companies, and the entertainment industry uh, in that Uh, along with, of course, the Jackson family. So many people in entertainment and sports uh, came out of Gary, Indiana. And so largely we are known for these things on the positive side, uh, also for education. Uh, The the model of public school education in the United States was largely developed here in Gary, Indiana. Uh, Now, on the negative side, The city has become known, if you will, as the poster child of what happens as the steel industry or any major industry loses its uh, potency, its vitality, and is unable to provide uh, incomes for the, the large share of its population. In the case of Gary, again, it was steel. Uh... With, when the steel mill went through its troubles in the late 70s and early 80s, there was a, a, a depletion of the population as people moved away to find, you know, more economic stability among other reasons. There were also some socioeconomic issues. There were some political issues, um, but also, like I said, economic. One of those issues, an issue that, that affects us in terms of the cynic, was a cultural 
and ethnic shift. Prior to the 70s, Gary, Indiana was very well-defined as a multicultural community, a multi-ethnic community, okay? And that included the Lutheran churches. We had German Lutheran churches, Swiss Lutheran churches. We had a couple African-American Lutheran churches, a variety. Well, with the population shift, many of the, the Caucasian population moved south. A lot of the Lutheran churches closed, but one didn't. The oldest church in the region, St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church, which actually has baptismal records going back to 1863, that's 40 years before the establishment of Gary. Unlike many churches even today, many LCMS churches, for example, in Southern California have experienced this. When the population of the community shifts from a largely German population to something else uh, in Southern California, often it will be Hispanic, Latino, uh, or it may be Asian. Uh, many times that Lutheran congregation will dwindle and close because they don't adjust to the population shift. That didn't happen with St. John. St. John started out as a German population church, when the Tolleston community went from being a German community to an African-American community, St. John's didn't close. Under the leadership of Pastor Norman Brandt, it evangelized, and it brought that new population into St. John, and it stayed St. John. It is still St. John. Today, uh, if you come to St. John's, you will see historical evidence of its early German days, you will see evidence of when it became uh, more of an African-American church or specifically an American descendant of slavery church. But it still remains St. John. And we don't have a, a discontinuity between our roots and our fruit. We are still confessional evangelical in our preaching, in our teaching, in our worship. When you come to St. John's, you will know from the building on the outside to the worship on the inside that you are at a church that is rooted in the Lutheran confession. And I preach law and gospel, and I'm not bragging or boasting, but I can <laughs> preach law and gospel with the best of them. <laughs> Thanks be to God for that that long legacy of of the Lutheran Church there in St. John in in Gary. Tell us a little bit more about um, the the people that you serve, the community that uh, that is at St. John's, and and uh, the work that you are able to do in the community to share the gospel. Yes, ma'am. Again, the, the population of St. John's is Lutheran. All right, yeah, without a doubt. In fact, uh, there are two Lutheran. Uh, Two con uh, confessional LCMS congregations within Gary, St. John's and Good Shepherd. Good Shepherd was planted as a church for uh, the African-American population. Over the past three years, we have continued working together. Uh, we've become more focused, however, and we're actually in discussions right now for merging the two congregations. Uh, the two congregations individually are fairly small. Uh, St. John, generally, uh, last year we averaged worship about 26. 
uh, for Sunday. Although recently it has been growing and growing. Uh, recently we've been averaging close to 50. Uh, Good Shepherd is around 25 to 30. So bringing us together, we'll be about 50 to 60 worshiping. Uh, in addition to the two churches, uh, there is a school that has been planted, Ascension Lutheran Christian School, in partnership with the Lumen Corporation, a Lutheran-recognized service organization out of Milwaukee. And we are currently up to grade four, got 45 students, or excuse me, grade three. We'll be adding grade four next year. We have added a grade every year since mm-hmm. we opened that school back in 2016. Uh, we anticipate that school becoming a K-8 school. Among the plans that we have for Gary is ultimately to, you know, the Lord bless and said the same, we will build a high school so that we have a continuous line of education going from grade school all the way through Concordia. In fact, all the way through, we'll have kids, we'll have kids in elementary school and we'll have preachers in the seminary, <laughs> in the seminary and all points in between they'll be able to we'll be able to do it in gary and from gary through gary uh we also work with rebuilding the breach ministries which is a transitional life and housing ministry also a a recognized service organization of the lcms uh, where we work with women who are in crisis situations to help them first of all uh, establish their faith in christ as opposed to in themselves or in their situation and circumstances, to recognize that Christ is for them and the evidence is not that they're living in a nice house or they've got a posh job, but the evidence is Christ died for you. And that because he died for you, you have hope. Because he is risen for you and you are risen in him, you have life. And because you have life, there is opportunity, there is direction. There is possibility for you. You are not a failure because Christ in you is the hope of glory. So those are some of the things we're doing. We also have a radio broadcast. Uh, Right now we're not competing with you because we're in different markets. But just like you endeavor to get the pure gospel out, not only in St. Louis but throughout the world, so we do in northwest Indiana at radio station WLTH, which is on uh, 92.7 FM. And 1370 AM, the show is called This is Most Certainly True. And myself and my circuit visitor, uh, Pastor Richard Boschoven, we, we tag team together uh, for 30 minutes of pure gospel and how it not only is true, but it is impactful here in Northwest Indiana, that, that God does things when he speaks. His word accomplishes things, both in terms of the individual at baptism and in the Lord's Supper and in the divine service and in terms of community. When God speaks to build and to plant, he does so. And he uses means. And for individuals, he uses baptism and the Lord's Supper to bring to them God's love and forgiveness. And for community, he uses the ministry of the church and the ministry of Christ's people to bring life to a community to bring love to a community, to bring prosperity to a community, to bring hope to a community. Thanks, That's what we're about. 
Mm, amen. Thanks be to God. Uh, Isaiah fifty five eleven. There, God's word mm-hmm. at work. Thank you so much, Pastor Campbell, for giving us an update on the Lord's work in Gary, Indiana, and your service there at St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church. Thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you for your service in Christ. Keep up the good work, brother and sister. 